0: Hello, hello, and may the Lord bless you and your family today. I'm Ashley Roan from Paradigm English, and you're listening to the Living in English 365 podcast. Last week, we had a great lesson that improved our listening and comprehension skills. Before we review last week's lesson, please donate to me at Roan. Underscore PE to support me and help me create more English lessons. That's Ashley Rohn underscore PE on Venmo. The link is in the bio. Let's review. So last week I read a fairy tale to you called Falling for Rapunzel. Your homework was to sequence the story. Remember, the goal of last week's lesson was sequencing. So you were supposed to put the story in order. You needed to say what Rapunzel gave to the prince, what the prince asked for, and to create a new ending for the story. That was a bonus assignment, and homework for you. I hope you enjoyed that. But this week... We have a more challenging lesson with lots of extras, which you can find linked in the description box here below and on my website, ParadigmEnglish.com. This lesson is especially for intermediate, upper intermediate, high intermediate to advanced level students. So if you are preparing for TOEFL, TOEIC, IELTS, university studies in English, or at a university where you need to improve your English, guess what? This lesson will teach you valuable skills to be successful in all of those. Let's do it. Today's objective is to analyze a short story and combined knowledge of adjective types to connect a story to ourselves. Remember, this is for B2, sometimes B1 students, but B2, so high intermediate level um, to advanced level students and will also, um, for the advanced level students, you will have to uh, retitle. So give this story a new title and then summarize the text. This will make it more challenging for you so that you can practice more of your English. Those of you that are at a lower level in English, no problem. You can do the same thing. Here's our agenda. We already had a short review, talked about our objective, and now we're at our agenda. We're going to do some introductions. So an introduction to the story, some background information, and a biography on the author. Which you can download all of this from my website, so don't worry. Later... We're going to read and listen to our story. So as you know, I am an American. I'm from the United States, in fact. So my accent is very different, or my dialect is very different. But it's very important to hear and understand, be exposed to, um, as you heard from a podcast a couple of weeks ago you need to be able to hear and understand people who have different accents. So to help you with that, the listening today is from a British woman. Lucky you. All right, after that, we have our assignment or our classwork, and then we're going to close our lesson. Before we get started, please go ahead and like this episode and subscribe to keep getting these lessons. Again, feel free to support me at uh, my Venmo all right so go ahead and sit up straight make sure things are quiet enough for you to hear and listen Um, and let's get started I know it's summertime so most of you aren't in school but think back to a time when you were in school still Who were your friends? What activities did you do together? What were the activities you did? Did you go have ice cream together? Go to basketball games or soccer games, football games? How did your friends look? How did you look? So what about their clothing and their hairstyle? What about their face? But more importantly, how did other people see you all? Like, were you and your friends cool? Were you popular? Kind of popular? Were you the sporty type, so everybody was very much liked you? Or the musical ones? Or were you nerds? Alright, I want you to think of the answers to those questions. You can pause this audio if you want more time to think. But I have a short survey for you. And when I get to zero, we're going to move on. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All right, here's what I want you to do. Make sure that you have your um, phone open to maybe Google Docs or you have some sort of paper and pen or pencil nearby because I want four, to five things, okay, four to five things that make uh, someone popular. So what four to five things make someone popular? On your paper, put one, two, three, four, five going down and write your answers to those questions. If you'd like to share this and interact with more people, please share your answers on my Facebook page and Paradigm English. If you'd like more time, please feel free to pause this podcast. Do we all know who Malala is? Yeah. Yeah, we know who Malala is, right? There's a fantastic teen. Well, she's not a teen anymore. She's probably in her early 20s now. But uh, yeah, she was attacked and she was almost killed by the Taliban um, many years ago. But she has since come and arisen, and um she's very popular she's written a book a very popular book i might add and she's won a nobel peace prize and she is amazing but um i want you to identify who she really is right so detail her story more than what i just said right so let's say give three to five words to describe Malala and her story. Okay, so we have um, a story that we are going to read today, and it was written in the 1920s by Catherine Mansfield. Catherine Mansfield. Have we heard of Catherine Mansfield? Well, it is totally okay if you have not But, um, if you have, then you would know that she is, yes, of course, the author of this story, but she's written several other ones and she originally was from New Zealand. Now she's dead. Um, she was born in 1888 and she died in 1923, so you can do the math. She was very young, but, um... She died of actually, like, tuberculosis, which is very sad, but it was very common, unfortunately. It's still common, but it was very common during that time. So she was the third child of a very wealthy father, and her mom was very status-oriented, very um, conscious about their class. What is class? That's a good question. And I want you to keep that in your mind for today because we're going, we are going to read a story and it does talk a bit about class. And I have some questions, of course, about that. She had kind of like, you know, a regular upbringing. You know, there were five kids. Her family moved from the countryside, that's a rural area. Um, you know and she was very artistic and she wrote and she played the cello um, so she was musical and she liked the country life she liked the country life but she didn't feel very free and independent and comfortable in that country life and these family values and and family traditions and uh, so when she was about 19 she moved to London England and She finally became free. So, just a note many of this author's um, stories and writings, including this one, are about New Zealand, um, her childhood um, experiences, and All of these things are actually in the story called The Doll's House. Not the dollhouse, the doll's house. So we have that ownership for the doll of that house. Okay, I'm going to read to you a little short background about this story. So it's set in the 1800s in New Zealand. At this time, it was a colony of Great Britain. When the British immigrated there, they took with them their, not only their possessions, their things from their homes, but also their prejudices. And this is such a very important thing to talk about right now, especially when across the world, people are being oppressed and um, across the world in particular right now, we have the, the Black Lives Matter movement and thank God for that movement. So... At the time, um, British society was very divided, uh, very strict, rigid class lines. And birth usually determined a person's class. So if you were born poor, well, you're, you stayed poor. If you were born rich, you stayed rich. And um, in her writing, this author, Mansfield, she didn't like this. And she criticized, criticized this elitist system, even though she was part of it. Again, the title. What is the title of our story? Yeah, it's The Doll's House. You already know the author. What's her name? Correct. Catherine Mansfield. Catherine Mansfield. Good. So, you know the title, you know the author. I want you to take your paper again or your phone. And I want you to brainstorm for 60 seconds, so one minute, what you think, so make a guess or a prediction here, predict, what you will hear in the story, The Doll's House, and what you will learn about. Pause the audio here, set your timer for one minute, and then return. Well, I hope you have gone ahead and taken that 60 seconds to get your brain thinking about the different types of vocabulary that you would hear. Um, Remember the time that it's set in. So it's the 1800s. They probably speak a little bit different. Now, I want you to also think about what you know about dollhouses. What do you know about dollhouses? So on my website, you'll be able to see a nice, beautiful, big photo um, of not only the dollhouse from this story, but other dollhouses during this time, this Victorian time. And they're quite interesting, but what do you know about them? So you can either say this aloud, just verbally say it, or go ahead and write it down. If you want to go over to my Facebook page, Paradigm English, go ahead and do so. All right, so on my website, you have the photo of the dollhouse, right? I want you to describe this photo. So you are going to need to use your adjectives because adjectives describe things. They are describing words, words we use to describe. So here's a picture. I want you to, again, think about where, where is this dollhouse? Is it in somebody's yard? Is it in somebody's yard who's rich or poor? Um, is it in the countryside or the middle of New York City? When is this? What, what's, what is the time of day? Is it nighttime? Is it early morning? Midnight? Um, what is the time period? What, what are the years? So is it 1775 or um, 2100 or 2020? Okay, think about this. What, what's in this picture and describe it. Describe more than just the colors describe the time as well and once you're finished what's the purpose of one what is the purpose of a dollhouse like who cares about a dollhouse it has to have a purpose what is it so now that you've gone to my website and you can see the story here you are going to uh, look at the first sentence of the first so the opening paragraph And um, you're doing this to decide what the author is trying to accomplish. The first sentence is very important. It usually is a topic sentence. So you're going to answer these questions about that first sentence. What are we reading about? So what's the subject of this sentence? Write the subject. Then you are going to answer why is the author writing about this write what you think, what you think, so this is your opinion, write what you think the author wants to know. After you do that, you are going to listen to the first paragraph, lines 1 to 9, 1 through 9. You're going to answer, what is the narrator talking about? What is this person explaining? And then, how? How is this dollhouse described. That is very important. How is this dollhouse described? Go ahead and pause the podcast for right now. And once you come back, we are going to begin reading this story. I'll read the first paragraph and you can finish reading the rest. Now it's a little bit longer of a story. It has more than 1000 words. Lucky you, you get to really practice. Well done. Okay, so let me start by reading lines one to nine to you from The Doll's House by Catherine Mansfield. When dear old Mrs. Hayes went back to town after staying with the Vernells, she sent the children a doll's house. It was so big that the Carter and Pat carried it into the courtyard and there it stayed, propped up on two wooden boxes beside the feed room door. No harm could come to it. It was summer, and perhaps the smell of paint would have gone off by the time it had to be taken in. For, really, the smell of paint coming from that doll's house, sweet of old Mrs. Hayes, of course, most sweet and generous. But the smell of paint was quite enough to make anyone seriously ill, in Aunt Beryl's opinion, even before the sacking was taken off. And when it was... Okay, that is the first paragraph, and we have so much information. We have so many different characters that have just been introduced. I am going to allow you to read the rest of the story. You can access your homework on my website, ParadigmEnglish.com. This is going to have your next assignment, and for those of you that are more advanced or are ready to challenge yourself, well, guess what? I've got something for you as well these things will be listed here in the description box and again on my website so please don't forget to like this episode and subscribe to this podcast and support my work at ashley roan underscore pe at venmo i'm ashley Rohn from the podcast living in english 365.com i'll see you next time bye